But you'll learn something new this week on Better Buddies. Welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, it's John. Hello. And James. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. What do you drink as a substitute to soda? Water. (gasps) Water. Like, like if I, are you saying like, excuse me, oh my God, like, like if I want something sugary, but I don't want to drink soda. Why are you asking clarifying questions? I thought this question was pretty clear. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, I'm I'm confused. It's like, cause can any anything give you a substitute? The answer is paint thinner. I drink gravel. <laughs> <laughs> Gasoline, baby. Gasoline. Ever clear. Ever clear. Nothing strong enough yes. anymore. So I just go straight to the blood of goats. <laughs> I drink oh, really? boat fuel. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Not as cool as adrenochrome, but still pretty cool, I guess. I drink aerogel. <laughs> yeah. The hell's aerogel? You fucking nerd, it's don't know what aerogel is? No, I don't. It's what literally like solid cloud. It's what? an incredibly... So aerogel is a physical substance. Like, it is a solid okay. object. Uh, but it is super light like lighter than air like you don't feel like you're really holding anything it's incredibly oh is it conductive no i think it's incredibly insulative i think um well thank you john i was looking for this aerogel but i saw a video the other week i knew what it was from a spider-man book because there was a spider-man book where he goes to help out the cape canaveral and he gets a sample of aerogel out of it. Um, but a, like a week, last week, I saw a video of um, Neil deGrasse Tyson had Adam Savage and somebody else like on a show he was doing. And they were talking about aerogel and Adam Savage was like, yeah, I've never held it. I, like, I've never seen it before. And Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, oh, I've got some. And so they busted out the aerogel in a first for... Uh, Adam Savage but it really is like it looks like a cloud like a super light wispy cloud and it's incredibly light this is fascinating aerogel held up by hair it's also pretty yeah it's it said it's how do they freaking make this dude a wish (laughs) They wished upon a star. You wish very hard, and suddenly a cloud comes down and rests in the palm of your hand. Oh my gosh. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I drink Aerogel. That does not sound healthy. That's a winner, dude. (laughs) My guts are all Aerogel. Body can't digest it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, though. I don't know. As a substitute to soda, I mean, water, if I want something sugary, I would say chocolate milk. I think chocolate milk is, like, 
debatably one of the best drinks other than hot cocoa. I think. I would say chocolate milk is better than hot cocoa. I don't know, man. Like, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to the day if I'm fortunate enough to reach it where I have like kids and I'm able to like make hot cocoa with them on like a winter. Just don't add like, a winter schnapps. night. <laughs> no, dad gets <laughs> the schnapps. <laughs> the little kids, the, the kids get, uh, What's an alcohol suitable for children? Vodka? No, no, no. They sure. get whiskey they on get the gums. <laughs> yeah, they get whiskey on the gums. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're going Old West style. You got to brush your teeth with whiskey. I substitute, like... I basically may have gotten really bougie with my soda substitute. I make mocktails, like, every night. You right? Yeah, basically. Well, it's just juice and flavored sparkling water. Which, like, that's all mocktails are. That's fair. I'm honest. What, do you have any favorite mocktails, like, to make? Um, no. Like, a recommended one? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, or, like, any, every... If you get the Minute Maid cardboard carton peach juice, that shit's pretty good. But then you add in some of the Walmart 79-cent one-liter... Uh, cherry flavored water. That shit's pretty good. That's a pretty good combo. And then for ice, don't do ice. Instead, you use frozen cherries. Oh, that is oh, pretty bushy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Uh, one of my big ones right now is because it's fall, apple cider season. I got like a gallon of apple cider in the fridge, and I'll mix the apple cider with the cherry flavored water. That's pretty good. Do you have names for these? No. Or do you gotta come up with names? No. You gotta start a be... blog. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Some backstory to this drink you came up with in five minutes. Yeah. I'll start a Patreon <laughs> Make... for recipes. <laughs> you should you should do a video. You should do vlogs. No, no, should, this, like... will be, this will be the That's Better Buddies YouTube Patreon. Channel. The Better Buddies yeah. Patreon is just any additional oh. content any of us ever make ever for all time. And okay. it's just links. <laughs> like, you it's don't just, actually have to yeah. pay for it. It's just a directory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the most brilliant con I can think of. Because people would absolutely pay, like, two bucks to just be like, here's the directory of everything so you can find everything in one easy place. And it's all searchable by keywords. Like, that we make or whatever? Yes. That we've, like, produced? It's all free. Well, yeah, well, like, if you are following the YouTube channels or the blogs or the whatevers, it's all free. It's just that you pay the Patreon to be able to find it all in one place. So you turn the Patreon into a search engine. Yep. Yeah. More like a phone book, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's assuming that they won't just take the extra five seconds to look up, like, you Better Buddies over... YouTube. Well, but that's the thing. It's all our projects. So if they're not following all of our stuff. Oh, I see. So we're going to have like multiple links but, to the okay. Midwest transfer is in there because they're too lazy to subscribe. You would argue <laughs> that they could selectively yeah. follow the things they care about then. And then the rest. I don't know if this is going to work out. No, 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 no. I, we're going to be millionaires. I still think, I mean, I do think uh, the way to usually do it is like, um, 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, like PBS survives, right? And they get donations from people. Oh, don't, don't fucking, don't do donation well, the drives. Problem? No, not donation drives, but it's like literally, if you have, oh yeah, that's like just RJ, what Patreon you, is. Yeah, if you had like, you know, a thousand people and they donate an average of two dollars, like, yep. I don't know. You can do something with that. I mean, that's $2,000 a month. That's yeah. the equivalent of my current... That's probably about what I make pre, like post-taxes. Oh, yeah, because you get room and board paid for. I was like, that seems like stupidly low. But, I no, you do get... Two grand is pretty livable in a lot of the country. But that's still... That's post... That's pre-taxes, uh, though, to that two grand. Uh, depending on rent, that. that's a good point. Yeah, you'd no, really that's want, very You'd be fair. comfortable at three grand. Yeah, two would hurt, but it's possible. Uh, not New York, which is like basically the only place that matters. But yeah, that's like right—the really only place in the world. <laughs> yeah, France can't hear you over the sound of Paris, bitch. Dude, Paris can suck my fucking American dick, dude. <laughs> what are you they did. About? They gave us a statue. I know they're good people. They're our greatest ally. Um, <laughs> that's not except, true. of course, for Israel. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> oh Does anybody uh, know what's God going blessed. on with that? Uh, or well, yeah, I got that part. They're the always Israeli at war, though. Like, what's this? What's different about this one? Uh, uh, this is like the worst attack I think easily in probably like thirty or forty years is what people have said. Okay, it's it's happening in twenty twenty three. That's what's different from yeah normal. I think it's mainly it's mainly just the fact that it happened on like a holiday, um, which is very reminiscent of the Yom Kippur War. And then it's the fact that, like, there were so many casualties uh, right out of the gate. And they did launch, like, an insane number of missiles. And it's also the fact that, like, they, uh, like, there was no intelligence that appeared to be, like, aware of this uh, situation. Um, It's a pretty big and heavily coordinated attack for the Israeli intelligence apparatus, which is right next door to the center that the attack came from to like not be aware of. So I'm sure there's going to be like both from the Israeli public and from the international community, there's going to be a lot of like inquests into that because we like, we give them like an insane amount of money for military hardware. So the question is like, where, Where why was this like, where to go? Um, basically. So when I want to substitute caffeine content, I'll usually drink, like, one of those Mountain Dew, um, kickstarts. Instead yeah. of a soda. Is that... That, you, like... That, that's a soda. Does that not have caffeine in it? That no, sounds it, like it would. No, it does have caffeine, but, like, if I need something to drink for caffeine, I usually uh, don't go oh. soda, because it doesn't kick in fast enough, and doesn't kick in quite as hard. But the kickstarts are pretty high, so I'll do those. Kickstarts yeah, are soda. <laughs> I'd I'd count that as soda, my man. I thought it was more of an energy drink. I mean, it's, it's both. It. Hold on. Let's let's see. Let's. Well, we can. <laughs> it seems pretty. We can. I was, there is a Reddit thread drinks. about this, of course. Mountain Dew Kickstarter. So they. Uh, it has 90 mi- milligrams mm-hmm. of caffeine per can, which is apparently much less than a standard energy drink. Oh. 
So uh, I'm okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm just reading Google's preview of a Reddit thread, so don't take me as an expert in this situation. Dude, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get an energy drink, why don't you get the white monsters or the silver ones? Those are so good. I don't want the, energy drinks. The bomb diggity. Ooh. I will also do those Mountain Dew Sunrise, like, those energy drinks, which I think actually are energy drinks, but I, em- I drank too many of those one time and made myself sick. <laughs> Just embrace your colonial heritage and drink tea, like a civilized person. I do, I drink yeah. tea. No. It's pure. It's pure <laughs> tea. <laughs> Warm tea. I drink that too, but not, not in the car. What? Why not? Because cars yeah, are for wait. cold drinks. Why? Because that's, talk, that's what, you what talking cars about? are for. The hell is that supposed to mean, RJ? What the hell are cars you talking about? Cars are to drink cold <laughs> drinks. That's Millions of drinks. Americans every year drink hot drinks in their car. No, hot drinks yes. are for inside. <laughs> hot drinks hot are for drinks cozy days. Great. And drinking in my apartment. Thus saith the Lord. <laughs> okay. No, no, no! It's I was the rule. unaware of this rule of the universe. It's my rule. Thank you for setting me straight. Why? RJ, <laughs> it's can nobody I, else's. Can I ask why? It's just kind of man the way has my to life have his is. Code. Like, yeah, man does need a code. <laughs> I don't like to drink hot things in the car because then I have, I burn my mouth on them and I have to wait for them to cool down. So I just oh, get everything fair. cold in the car, and then when I, I do want to drink hot drinks. I don't, typically I'm just not at any place long enough where the hot drink has time to cool down. So like even in the dead of winter, it'll be negative 10 outside and I'm still getting iced coffee. Like hot drinks are for when I'm at home and have time to enjoy the hot drink. So I'll make hot tea at home. I love making a cup of tea. At home. At home. Can I also, I'm so sorry, I got lost on the Mountain Dew Wikipedia page. Um, I need to point out, I did not know this. I would like to rally for this to come back. Apparently, there was once something called a Dugarita, which was offered. A margarita made with Mountain Dew? mm Mm-hmm. It was offered at Red Lobster between 2020 and 2022. I can't believe it. I lived in a town with a Red Lobster, uh... and I never went. You I should, fucking missed out. We should investigate the Taco Bell cantinas. I feel like that's something a Taco Bell cantina oh. would have. Yes, that is some a colonial expedition I am more than willing to back financially and with my body as well. If this if Let's this m- episode gets five <laughs> downloads, we will go to a Taco Bell cantina. <laughs> yes, the next time we're all together, we will go to a Taco Bell cantina. Hey, what's that? We're and... already at five downloads. Hell yeah episode's not even released yet <laughs> oh my gosh we have to do it yeah i've heard of these taco bell cantinas i would i would more than love to go i mean it's it's kind of a brilliant idea honestly i'm surprised like given the prevalence of like people's appetites for fast food when they drink i'm surprised that more fast food chains have not tried to co- make some kind of like bar and grill well, they're, they're harder to manage though right you have to have your liquor license yeah but it seems so fucking profitable like it seems uh, like dude if there was imagine a mcdonald's bar 
we you could get drunken and also order food like like okay i don't know dude i don't don't know if people go anywhere else counter argument imagine your standard mcdonald's and how utterly mcdonald's it is like yeah you're imagining the good but don't forget to imagine the bad now imagine your standard mcdonald's but also everyone there is drinking Sounds like Dude. any dive bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm essentially imagining like I'm not. People are more respectful McDonald's. at dive bars. I I'm not imagining like a McDonald's bar would not be just like a McDonald's where you can drink in. It would literally it would be like honestly the way John said it almost is like perfect. It's like a McDonald's dive bar. It's literally a bar that is like owned by McDonald's that has the appearance of a bar, but they also sell fast food it'd be like those places you go where like it's a bar but it also they'll also have like a, literally like a hole in the wall where you can go order pizza or like a taco or something like that but instead it'd be like oh i want a happy meal and i want this sh-. like i just think that'd be brilliant i do think it would be difficult to manage because it's like you're doing two things at once and you have to yeah. be double the staff and double the regulations and all that shit but i don't know dude I think you could really make it work. Well, when really we go do. to a Taco Bell cantina, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then we'll pitch it to McDonald's. Do you think yeah. the McDonald's Corporation would let you run a no. bar out of your McDonald's? Oh, absolutely not. You think that's against the terms? I guarantee it is. <laughs> they're trying I don't to, know. They're I... trying to get away with too much of that hipster vibe coffee mentality right now. And they're still trying not to lose that family-friendly image thing. Like, they're trying to be a four quadrants know, fast dude. food eatery. That 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 uh, the McDonald's in that one town that we've we've both been in before. Now, we'll say, um, I think Culver's could do it. Really? Like I think a, oh, Culver's like a, could do it. A Culver's tavern would actually slap. As the kids, I they think, already, still say. They already have pub burgers and stuff these days. They got pub you know? burgers. Yeah. They do their own root beer. They're not Dude, that far off. Fuck. Imagine slamming like three or four drinks and getting a butter burger and fries and a shake. I, I'd be... I'd gain a lot of weight, but I would be happy. <laughs> they brought the curd burger back? Oh, God. Oh. I'd be vomiting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm in heaven, dude. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna lie though. Actually, a a bar like a Culver's Tavern where you can get like okay, really good Wisconsin beer and then Culver's cheese curds. We've got Taco Bell Cantina, Culver's Tavern, yeah, McDonald's, 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 It's just McDonald's. Actually, no, I like that. A McDonald's pub. You can call him a Mick pub. You can yeah. call him a Mickey. You got to play you know the I mean? Irish angle, you know? Mm. Yeah. Or Scottish Fair. or whatever or they Scottish. are. That's true. They have pubs all over the place there. McPub. Yeah. Country. Yeah. McDonald's pub and uh, Arby's what? den. <laughs> Arby's den of. Arby's liquor it's lounge. Scum and villainy. I like an Arby's. An Arby's. Arby's is just den. Arby's. <laughs> RV sells opium. We have the opium. 
Hey, you want curly oh, opium or crinkle cut opium? I feel like we have the weed <laughs> is a better slogan. We have the weed is that? Yeah, actually, an Arby's dispensary. An Arby's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually an Arby's basement, whatever you want to call it. Like, <laughs> Jesus, hydroponic Arby's. This is also hydro- a Western Arby's. cowboy rancher thing that Arby's goes for. We're losing the war on drugs right now. Yeah. Oh, we are. America has lost the war on drugs. Drugs won. <laughs> wow, what a surprise! <laughs> We're all terribly. The shocked. California governor had to. I saw it on the news this like today. The California governor had to veto a bill to legalize psychedelics. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've been trying to get that. Well, the thing is, is uh, magic mushrooms are already legal in certain quantities, at least in New York. Um, I'm pretty sure they're probably legal in certain ways in uh, California, but I'm sure that they mean a wide scale, like a wide range legalization of, of psychedelics, um, which is honestly probably where I draw the line. Uh, I, I will like, I think having weed legalized makes sense. Only because Uh, it's um, popular. I mean, it just it makes sense, I think, from a from like a it's something I don't know. Like I feel like it's it's it is relatively innocuous for the most part. Um, although I guess like in heavy heavy quantities, it, it can definitely trigger psychosis. Um, in heavy quantities, it can trigger psychosis. There are genetic markers that can lead to higher likelihood of paranoia. And yeah. no matter your genetic outlook when it comes to marijuana, it still impairs reaction times, which makes it bad for driving. It's the same thing with alcohol, though. Yep. Like, it's the exact no, no, same I'm, thing. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, and the thing is, too, is, like, there are already these companies that are popping up that instead of, like, because they know that people, like, one of the things I think that's a turnoff for a lot of people with weed is obviously the fact that you have to smoke it. And even edibles are a little bit intimidating because it's still, like, kind of got this thing around it so now what a lot of people are doing is uh especially this is working in states that already have big drinking cultures i.e midwestern states that haven't yet legalized um the wholesale like production or sale of like marijuana like products um people are coming up with cannabis infused drinks yep so they're going to get those like probably into bars and stuff like that and in breweries and they're gonna get it so like uh you know, like a regular person can have sort of like a a couple of those and you've got a good quote unquote buzz. You save a lot more money than you would if you drink if you're drinking yeah, like real, alcohol. Here's the real truth that the big man upstairs doesn't want you to know. Once yeah, they've got dude, this cannabis infused alcohol, they're gonna infuse cannabis into all our foods. They're gonna infuse it into the <laughs> corn syrup, which isn't everything. And then when the nation's too chilled out, because they're high on life, and that sweet, sweet cannabis-infused corn syrup, that's when they'll steal your freedom. Watch out, friends. Is that milkshake worth it? You gotta stop talking, RJ, or else I'm gonna have to use the CIA heart attack gun on you. (laughs) You're spilling (laughs) all the secrets. (laughs) Okay, good. They got him. John, you don't have any problem with, uh, with... with putting cannabis and everything, do you? And you definitely wouldn't talk about it if you did have a problem, right? I love when the government um, sends drugs into communities in order to affect change. <laughs> Good. 
Good. A proper Reagan era response, if I ever heard one. <laughs> How fitting, seeing as we're planning to resurrect him for the upcoming election. I mean, yes, what a good citizen. Thank you. What would the subsect of necro- necromancy that deals specifically with dead presidents be called? I don't know, but Marvel's done it more than once. Uh, oh my god, that's a good question. Um... Mm, like the bureau in charge of doing it i suppose yeah sure necromancy i do like the, the idea of, of like presidential a preservation <laughs> known as bp for short sure. <laughs> the bureau of presidential re-election how about that? <laughs> i do and like i do preservation up for resurrection this year <laughs> yeah, he's up for resurrection. <laughs> All right, who do we got queued up? I, uh, we got uh, a bush here, but we're not sure which one it is. And uh, moving to the back of the line until <laughs> we figure it out. Uh, that's actually really funny. Hey, did that. anybody call for a? Uh, hang on, let me check my notes. A Roosevelt? We got a Roosevelt here. We got a oh, Roosevelt here. Three of them. Oh my god. <laughs> Next up, Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, please, to the front of the line, thank you. We'll just go back through, you know? Yeah, we'll say, yeah, exactly, we can start at one. We'll call it at 50, and then we'll just bring Washington back. Yeah, it's like, it's like we've already had 50 great main characters of a wonderful 200-season TV show. And now we can just just rewatch it. You know what I mean? The the United States will become a comfort show. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's a problem with Americans, right? It's like we don't know when to end the show. Now we're just getting into Clone High. We resurrect all the presidents (laughs) and raise them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that, actually. It's literally just Clone High. I I think all the... No, what were you going to say? I was going to wonder aloud what the ramifications of bringing like Thomas Jefferson into 2023 would be. Uh, Making him the leader of our country. Dude, it's so weird that you say that because I literally, I was, I'm not even shitting you. I was like thinking today, I was like, how would I explain like a smartphone to like Thomas Jefferson or like George Washington? Turns out he was onto something. No, oh, R.J. Edison came like 120 years after. <laughs> Sorry, you know that guy Franklin? Benny Franklin? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. He was onto something with that electricity thing. Yeah, he he started something that we can't stop. <laughs> we literally can't Too stop late. it. Go back to your own time. You will be happier. No, I guess... I guess wh- Go back what to your you own time, curse with it- the knowledge that your country will implode upon itself... As it becomes more and more obsessive with nostalgia for a time that has n- not yet passed. You could basically try and explain it as like it it's basically what this is, is this is a this is a device that allows you to access any pamphlet in the world. And everyone basically. is always writing their own pamphlets. Newspapers. It's a they had newspapers kind of. They had newspapers because they had the printing press, but they did not have yeah. telegram. Which means they had yeah, no Morse so they, code. Yeah, they'd probably think it. I don't know. I actually, I have no idea how what they would 
that they would do. I actually don't. It probably would be interesting. There was no radio. Back. Yeah, there was no radio. So really, you just have to catch them up on 200 years worth of technology. I mean, it's the only answer, right? Like, all right, George, sit down. We're going to show you how to type. This is a typewriter. Okay, you learned what a typewriter is? Great. Get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. Well, our next segment. Oh, shoot. Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who would like to start? I don't know. Let's all just stare at each other in silence for the next 30 minutes. I like that, actually. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I cut out. That's um, a real great option for uh, audio medium. Yep. It's brilliant, we'll just, right? We'll just provide some white noise. No one's know. ever made this joke before. I make that joke once an episode. <laughs> it's the ocean. <laughs> We're going to do some... Uh, BSMR buddies SMR yeah <laughs> perfect yes I don't know what the SMR it. stands for in ASMR um stimulation uh, isn't it yeah it's audio ASMR sensory crinkle, meridian crinkle, crinkle, response crinkle. autonomous crinkle, sensory crinkle, meridian crinkle, response crinkle. yeah you crinkle, got crinkle, it crinkle 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 do the thing where you make a bunch of mouth sounds pop Pop. Pop. Okay, this this sucks even more than silence. Yeah, I'm cutting your hair. Yeah. Snip, 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 snip. GameCube controller buttons clicking. Wow, it's so realistic. My recommendation is the art of silence. Let's <laughs> experience that together for the next All right. 40 minutes. Yeah, let's do it. All right, hold on. Wow, what a great moment. God damn it, RJ. Got... <laughs> He's just going to artificially extend it in editing. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. He did. We got we got a recording schedule to keep here. Actually, I suppose I can go first. Yeah, uh, go for it, man. So, um, there has been a game demo that has come <gasps> out recently that I've seen on YouTube. Um, it's called a Bellatro. A what? And, and surprise, surprise, it is roguelike poker. Ah. <laughs> um, I'm telling so, you, roguelike dating app. We gotta yeah, get in there dude. before anyone else does. I love roguelikes. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, how the format goes is you beat increasingly harder, like, point value caps. Um... If you get, like, high card, it's a certain amount of points. If you get a pair, it's a certain amount of points, for example. Um, and basically, you're trying to scale both your chips and a multiplier value. Um, so better poker hands have better base values, but you can improve them in various ways. But the, the real kicker is there's a set of jokers that all have, like, varying modifiers. It's kind of like relics in your other rogu roguelikes. Um... So, what so, is this game called? Bellatro, B A L A T R O. And what is a what is a roguelike exactly? Um, it's kind of it's like where you do a a defined run, um, uh. and it's randomized. 
So like you you get a random set of cards, you see new options every run. You're gonna um, die. You're gonna die a lot, or you're gonna absolutely smash the final boss. Um, you know. So James, but, you remember yeah, FTL like, faster than light? Yeah. Yeah, it's a roguelike. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um Yeah. There's fun jokers like um all red cards are one suit, all black cards are one suit. Um there's ones that like scale the number of chips you have, there are some that are get you more money and not. So you just like we'll have a bunch of different combinations. Um and no two runs are gonna be exactly the same. How'd you find out about this? People I've subscribed to on YouTube play it, but um yeah, I'm very excited for the full game to come out. I actually haven't played the demo yet, but there's a free demo on Steam right now. Oh. That's pretty cool. Nice. Discover game-changing jokers and trigger adrenaline-pumping outrageous combos. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And there's a bunch of um, a bunch of secret poker hands. Because you can do a lot of things that like wouldn't be possible with a normal deck. Um, you can do like five of hot, five of kind, or you can do like a flush house hmm. because you can tweak the cards in your deck. Uh. So, it's just very cool. Are you a big poker guy, John? I'm a big card player. I don't play poker very often just because it doesn't come up, but I play like a lot of sheephead or euchre or cribbage are the, my main games. Dude, I need someone to teach me. I need someone to teach me these games. I, I, I played them. them. Yes, please. <laughs> please be my mentor. New Patreon tier. John teaches you card games. Yep. Yeah, that'd be sick, actually. Monthly Ew. monthly card game with John. <laughs> the Buddies Poker Night. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's, that's <laughs> like the fun. second or top tier. That's another great thing for an audio format podcast is just a bunch of guys playing poker. Oh, but that's well, we'd thing, have to stream. That's no, just like a... Uh, it's not. It's part of. You got to be on the Patreon to play in the poker game. <laughs> oh, that's no. True. We would. I think that's something you genuinely. You'd set up a camera. And you'd stream that shit. Yeah. So the, I mean, we'd probably have to do it virtually anyway. But you split it by two tiers. One tier is you get to watch the poker game. The <clears> upper, <throat> the tier above that is you get to play in the poker game. Yeah, we could do that. They couldn't. They it'd have to be like a drawing or something or like a cue. No, um, we just rank it high enough. <laughs> you set the price high enough. You you'll manage your numbers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Buy in is Buy-in fifty bucks is, a month. Uh, Hundred bucks a month. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> people would really want to play with us, I guess. Hey, yeah, people I don't would think pay it. Code for that. I mean, they have a chance to win their money back, you know. Oh no, no, it's not for money. <laughs> oh. Why would anybody pay for this? Because they get to play poker with us. Yeah, because we're super cool. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's it's functionally the same value as getting to play poker with former rock band, rock uh, guitar hero professional Freddie Wong. Retired YouTube content creator Freddie Wong. (laughs) (laughs) You're comparing time with us to time with Freddie Wong. (laughs) Uh, functionally, because he's, it's not like he's a YouTube content creator anymore. He's not famous anymore. He's totally famous. Eh, not as famous as he was. 
go more famous than we when he went the last time he went viral was for an article for a tiktok about how to find good chinese restaurants and in it they didn't even reference any of the things he should be famous for yeah that's because he's he is kind of like niche but i'd still say he's pretty he's pretty fucking famous relatively within his own within his own niche yeah i mean that's pretty impressive What? 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 I was Googling Freddie Wong to try to um, get a sense for uh, how big the audience was for like Dungeons and Daddies or something. Um, and it brought up other search for and Beth Mays on there, but it's just like a dude with a mustache. Yep. <laughs> I don't understand. Is it actually Beth May or is it her Ron Stampler costume? Oh, it might be her costume, or it might just be a filter, something. Well, oh, it's, it's face app. It's uh, face app. Okay. So John's recommendation is Bellatro. Bellatro. Now I can say it. Bellatro. Which will probably come out sometime in twenty twenty four, but there's a demo right now. James, what do you got? <laughs> I I have got uh I have got what do I've got? Um hold on, think. frantically looking around the room for something he has. I know exactly what I'm gonna do. All right. Yeah. I was trying to think of something unique because I feel like I've been kind of uh in a rut with my recommendations for a little bit, but uh I do have something. I stumbled across a website called 33 Degrees of Eyes Wide Shut. I'm going to post it in our chat. I'm scared. You should be. I need an adult. Basically, basically, well, let me explain and then you'll, we'll see, we'll see. But basically what this is, is uh, it's, it's a, it's a site that is all about the movie, Stanley Kubrick's movie, Eyes Wide Shut, released in 1999, starring Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. It's most well known for its scene, its depiction of a, of uh, basically like an orgy or like a kind of like anonymous sex party at this very like high class stately mansion. Um, when people think of Eyes Wide Shut, you know, basically the plot is Tom Cruise's character is this doctor who becomes embroiled in a uh, scandal involving uh, uh, mainly due to his his kind of accidental involvement in a secret ritual performed during this like sex party at this uh, at this the mansion of uh, an incredibly wealthy, incredibly powerful person, and in. Uh, 33 degrees of eyes wide shut um it is basically a website that functions almost as a multi-tiered long-form essay now i have not read all of the site i've only read it uh basically the main part which is the part that you first come to uh 33 degrees of eyes wide shut the gif associated with the link that james has posted is tom cruise walking out of an elevator as the gif and then underneath it it is a picture of how old elevator cars used to work with counterweights and then a picture of a painting Kandinsky's counterweights from 1926, which can be seen in the back of the elevator car. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. Which, of and, all the things to be referencing, it seems kind of like, yeah, all right, dude. So elevators move. Well, the 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 point that the essay makes really quick with that specific example is that Eyes Wide Shut, Stanley Kubrick's films are known and have been known for a long time to be very symbolically laden. We would call them like even semiotically charged or founded, meaning Stanley Kubrick's films can function obviously as films and stories, but a lot of his scenes and a lot of his shots, even down to the the exact lengths of certain shots or the color schemes um, or the way that the camera moves in a scene following a character, almost function as like cinematic hieroglyphics. He is like telling a story, but he is also communicating something else through the series of images that you are being shown. And in essence, what 33 Degrees of Eyes Wide Shut is trying to make a claim on is that Kubrick, basically through his last film, Eyes Wide Shut, is taking you from the first degree of Freemasonry all the way to the 33rd, which is the very last and the highest. And that each scene in the film or that groups of scenes are blocked together and semiotically or symbolically like describe the rituals associated with moving through each of the degrees of Freemasonry. Everything from the way that Tom Cruise's character moves to various items in different shots uh, of the scenes to to the the dialogue that characters have um to okay. especially the color of them I'm, of of shots and scenes I'm torn on this on the one hand uh maybe he was just making a movie on the other hand it's fucking Kubrick who was so particular about his movies I could totally see him doing this I'd I'd like to say too that the essay does like explain at various points it's like hey, like, I don't have enough evidence to support some of these claims for this particular place or this particular place. I will say, though, that the place where he does... I'm imagining it's a guy, so I apologize if it is a woman. The place where the writer... The place where the writer does find, like, evidence, quote-unquote, uh-huh. are highly highly convincing. But the writer is also very much like, hey, like... well. Let's put he's, it out there, though, that anytime you any interpretation of any act of media with a particular lens, you're gonna find evidence to support that framework. Like this that's is what you're true. looking for. So again, I'm this, not saying this, it's not true. I'm just saying like I can see both sides of it. Yeah, and and the writer goes on to say like basically Kubrick is dead. We're not getting any answers, and like. Assuming that um, they even they even say not in the first part of the essay, but in one of the other pages, they basically say like, "Hey, like uh, you know, um, it maybe Kubrick was he wasn't like trying to like blow the lid off of like Freemasonry. He was literally just trying. He was constantly trying to find new ways to tell a story. So basically, what he did was he took a framework of the 33 degrees of masonry and used it for the movie as like a framework device plotting thing yes to show like this is how in-depth you can tell a story if you really want to and this is how it changes because it really does change the movie but 
that is the author's like conception of it and like who knows like again he says like we're not getting any answers because kubrick has been dead for like 24 years so we're not we're just not going to know but he was very particular in choosing symbols and signs like it's it's very interesting and i would recommend people checking it out you literally just have to look up 33 degrees of eyes wide shut it's a wordpress site um like i said the home page is basically the 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 essay which it is very long and very convoluted so like i do not blame you if you don't read the whole thing i would even just try to like dork yeah, you are. You're 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 definitely a dork. I would I would read through parts of it at least so you can kind of get an idea because from a storytelling perspective, it's just interesting. Um, and there are so many other little parts of the essay uh, that are linked in various different pages that you can read as well. Um, but I thought this was something just really cool. I love stumbling across these like sites that are so niche, and obviously, I'm a big like. I, it, I hate to say conspiracy theory because that is what I'm into, but it's more like it's just like hidden hidden stuff and and figuring this kind of stuff out. Like I live for this kind of stuff. I always think it's so interesting to see the like where the symbolism crops up. And uh, sometimes this is like a really cool blue, endeavor. James. Sometimes the curtain is just blue. Sometimes the curtain is just blue, but the curtain was also made blue for another reason. But the point is neither. Or the point is both. Or you attribute your own meaning to the curtain because you decided you couldn't accept the fact that the curtain was, in fact, just blue. This is this is true. This is this is fair. We we can isn't a beautiful multiple multiple. Yes, yes, you're you're right. Um, still, it's an interesting exercise in in uh, storytelling, and it's a great and really in-depth piece of you're going to learn a lot about Kubrick and storytelling, and you're also going to learn a lot about Freemasonry. Uh, so I'd say check it out. Nice. Well, my recommendation is getting more goofy than that. Uh, I'm going to recommend a YouTube channel that was recommended to me by somebody on this show. Whoa! Whoa. It's uh, Wizards with Guns. Wow. Uh, yeah, Wizards of Guns is a sketch comedy group, (laughs) and it's some of the funniest sketch comedy I've seen in a minute. Uh, it's pretty good. I watched one yesterday that was, they, they did the classic, like, ah, uh, detective has a wacky way of solving murders. And they did the whole Sherlock Holmes parody where he goes to, not his mind palace, but his brain space, or brain location. But as he's trying to, like, figure out and solve the murder, he just keeps honing in on the scene of the kid who turns into goop from Sky High. Okay. And he, like, But from the outside, they can't see it in his brain palace, so the other detectives are just like, what? What's happening? What's he doing? That's pretty cute. Um, there's a crime one I watched where it's a... It's a it, the video setup is that it is a demonstration it's an instructional video on how to like basically training people on how to deal with interrogation techniques or like types of interrogation techniques and like interviewing suspects and stuff. But the suspect in question, Randall, uh, his plan was to put a 
live landmine under a trampoline at a trampoline park and wait for a kid to jump on it and trigger it because it'd be hilarious. And then the flaw in his plan was that the children are in fact not heavy enough to trigger the tramp, like trigger the landmine through the trampoline. And they dug him out of the rubble after he was heard by witnesses saying, I'll do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's good. The, The video has a running bit about knight's armor. Um, yeah, the one that really, the one that John sent me though originally, if you have to pick one, you'll watch this one. It's uh when your number is too close to nine one one, and it's like an eight thirteen minute video sketch about these guys who have like they are stereotypical Midwestern. Hello, what's your predicament? Like, their but their call number is nine one two. So they're just like, ah, nine one two. What's your predicament? What can we help you out with? Oh God! Oh God! I'm hurt. Help me, please. Oh, I went again with the prank calls. And they just hang up, and they go through like a few of them, and finally, like, of course, they get to the end, and somebody's like, "Wait, th- isn't this nine one one?" As the person is like hiding in their closet from somebody. That broke into their house. And they're like, no, this is 912. Oh, go- oh God. And so the guy goes into the next room to trip. Like the, the line goes dead. So he goes into the next room to try and call 911. To get help for that person. And he misdials. <laughs> so he ends up on his own radio show. <laughs> yeah. And all, uh, the, all the while they're like. Stop all these prank callers. All Producer, these prank you gotta callers. keep them off the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty the, good bit. When they really rage out at the producer, he keeps sending the calls through. There's a really good line <laughs> that I it's really like. Of Tartarus swing both ways. <laughs> yeah, the doors of Tartarus swing both ways, Rit. It was like the top comment. Let me look what it actually was. The uh, gates of Tartarus swing both ways, Ron. Yeah, oh, Ron, that's right. Can you send this video in the chat? Oh, absolutely. What's your predicament? What's your predicament? What's your predicament? But it's so Midwestern. Like, their their accents they put on for it are so Midwestern. It's fantastic. Yo, does that wizard have a gun? And then if you want another one, um, I shared this the other night when we were playing games. Let me find it. They have one uh, about the, uh, the rich making fun of poor people, but it's the ultra-rich billionaire hanging out with his millionaire friends. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. And of course, the ultra-rich bill- like the ultra rich billionaire is like super fucking weird uh, Facebook lizard man level like just completely unable to get down on jokes. Can I, I need more like wholesome comedy in my life. And these guys seem sort of They're uh, weirdly wholesome for being weird. Wizards with guns. They're quite weird. 
What was the, oh, the, they had a really good Star Wars one I watched. Where, uh, like, how everyone just understands aliens in Star Wars. And the guy is trying to, like, communicate with this alien. He doesn't understand the alien. There's, um, there's also one they have that's, like, what's a brown lightsaber? <laughs> um, and it, it, like, super leans into the fact that, like, the good guys have green or blue lightsabers and the bad guys have red lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> I do like their video that's titled The Mysterious Case of Who Shit My Pants the, detec- <laughs> the detective's name is Poop Dick <laughs> Like I said weirdly in- like upbeat and enjoyable and wholesome for just being so weird so weird Yeah this reminds me of sort of it sort of Door seems monster. like classic YouTube but paired with like the more modern abstract humor. Yeah. It really is. The Dungeons and Dragons with a real wizard like thumbnail though, just I it creeps me out. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's the lighting. I don't know if I recommend you watch that first. The wizard's kind of like a recurring character. Watch the watch the watch the hotline number one. What's your predicament? Yeah, what's your predicament? What's your predicament? Cool. Uh, we're gonna do one question of how to be a better buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Is it, is it the alien one? It is now. Okay. Which one did you want to do? I was just going to do the first one, but yeah, now we're going to do the alien one. Okay. With all these UFO stuff going on, how would you react if your partner is actually an alien in disguise? I'd be surprised I had a partner. Whoa! Whoa! And that's hey. our week, folks! How dare you rub salt <laughs> in that ever-present and growing wound? Why is that a wound, um, James? Sounds like something you should unpack right. with a therapist. You're right. It's a uh, Even though it's normally we're supposed to pack wounds with dressing. Our new Patreon <laughs> tier, Better Buddies Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just Give pay you us to go real... to therapy. You had some humorous yeah. therapy. Yeah. Please help. Please help a number of straight white men go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, we need it. The world's hard, all right? Our problems matter, Look, too. If you send us to therapy... It'll make the world easier for you. Yeah, exactly. We'll be we more won't tell all the. Yeah, no, just kidding. I'll learn what empathy is so I can avoid, so I can mimic it, but never ever use it. Um, oh. That's the real cheat code. Huh. No, 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 James. Yeah, the real right? cheat code is the Konami code. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. Oh my god, what's in front of my eyes? Oh, RJ just crashed reality again. Wow, look at you. Uh, if my partner was actually did. an alien in disguise, I would be freaked the fuck out. But mm. I think I would... They, they've been my partner long enough for me to call them my partner, so it'd be like, alright, shit. How many cameras were there? How many microphones were there? How do we hide this from the FBI? How do we convince the CIA that's always listening that this is in fact a joke? For legal reasons, a joke? For legal reasons, this extraterrestrial... Yes. 
is a it's joke. marrying me for tax purposes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In Minecraft. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. that's gotta be an anime ass somewhere out there, though, of like, the year <laughs> I married an alien. For oh, tax honestly. <laughs> yeah. For honestly, for legal reasons, this alien is marrying me for tax reasons. Sounds like an anime title. <laughs> for legal There's reasons, this title. alien is marrying me as yeah. a joke, but it's secretly so we can get a tax break. Yeah, there you go. What a cute slice of life sci-fi anime. It's basically if... just the Lilo and Stitch TV show. Yeah, Galact- yeah, Galactic Federation taxes, you know. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. God. I didn't realize until just now that uh, it was Pleakley, right? Yeah. He's trans. It's trans-coded. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Because in the Federation, wasn't he presented as, like, generally, like, at least non, like, no distinct binary male-female there, and then when he gets to Earth... And I keep saying he, because that's what I assumed when I was watching the show as a kid, that it was a he. But on Earth, he always took on, like, Pleakley always took on a very feminine female role, like wearing wigs and dresses and things. Well, wasn't it also the fact that, like, those were probably, he could only wear dresses because he had three legs? I don't remember, dude. I was fucking eight. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I, I remember. Also, kilts. I remember. Kilts. Men wear In kilts. But his original Hawaii, his original uniform was not uh, his original uniform. He had pants with three legs in them. So I don't think they make that shit on Earth. Yeah, yeah, because he wore like a brigadier type outfit with like the epaulets and the shoulders and stuff. Yeah, but like that, that doesn't mean he has to wear like full on dresses it or on Earth. He wears more like a. It's like a muumu almost. Yeah. is what I would say. Which I guess, yeah, it's, it's like a. A dress, I suppose. Also, the wigs um, aren't necessary. They are for for they hiding are, in human Yeah, because Jumbo doesn't wear a wig. And, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Jumbo also doesn't have an antenna. Jumbo has four goddamn eyes. <laughs> it's a children's television <laughs> show. You know, that's being really ableist, RJ. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I'm sorry. RJ. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. Should be just having revelations about my childhood over here as we discuss if your partner was actually an alien. Yep, let's circle back to that therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if you subscribe to our Patreon right now, you can send three white men to therapy. Or yeah, or you can be our therapist if no, you really want to. No. No. Yes, yes, you can. Only at the two thousand dollar a month tier. Oh damn! Yeah, sure. If you really oh, want okay. it that badly, if if my partner was an alien, like, well, I guess I'd have I, the first thing would be like, why me? Because <laughs> I I would want to feed my ego a little bit, and then I guess like I guess I'd have to help him do like I want to find out why you know, you know. I mean, uh, do you need my help? I guess. Is Presuming a, a human psycho- psychological profile would be the same reason anybody would choose you as a partner, James. Because I'm deeply complex and thrilling, and I have the key to life. I was going to go with a handlebar mustache, but sure, that's fine. That too is <laughs> 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 our inherent value as a human being. Yes. Yes. 
my inherent value. The problem is, is that this mustache is going to be gone in, in a <gasps> couple weeks. So You wouldn't, you bastard. Dude, I'm no yeah, shaven. I'm, well, it's not for no shave November, but this is just for a Halloween costume. Uh, no, keep it. Sure. No, it looks no. good. I know. I like it, but it's also getting annoying. I could trim it, but I, I'm not going to lie. I also don't want to be the guy with the mustache. You know what I mean? Why not? Because, like, there's more to me than what's on my face. Yeah, but also, there's what's on your face. I know. It, it's but a I can always grow back. Sun. I can always grow back, too. That's what they all say. It's all moment in time. I th- This is the second mustache I've had this year. So that seems like a sign to just keep it. Because no. then you're going to want it again next year. It seems like if I wanted it, I would have kept it. But you brought it back. Yeah. Fair. See? Well, I did it for the Halloween costume. I wanted to see what it would be like if I really grew it out. And it's great. Well, this is boring. Mm. We're going we're gonna to end the show. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat up James. Wait, off John, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get to hear what John would do about his partner being an alien. I thought John I was marrying an alien for tax purposes. Oh, is that is was that real? Is that what you doing, John? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I'd react. I uh, it would either just be like chill, whatever, or be like they've kept this thing from me. <laughs> <laughs> super um, dramatic it's you know? actually not aliens yeah. it's undocumented immigrant um, not if they're an extraterrestrial we're gonna have to yeah I don't know if the US constitution specifies non-human intelligent entities to be fair I don't think the US constitution <laughs> applies in this that way to uh, yeah. undocumented immigrants either but yeah I guess like the phrasing this question could imply either Uh, hang on wait i forgot about the first half of the question it literally starts with all this us ufo stuff going on yeah but like it could just be referring to illegal immigrants like it could just be a non sequitur ufo stuff actually is just uh how they got over the wall yeah no, it, it's just like a hook to get you into the conversation. You know, some people have anxiety talking to new people, so they have to have the lead in. Yeah. Um, so they, they led with the UFO stuff to be interesting, and then they, they asked the question they really wanted to ask. Okay. Well, that's our show. <laughs> Thank you both for joining this week. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. We had a wild here. energy this week. <laughs> we have very tired... <laughs> I love recording on Mondays now. <laughs> very tired Monday night energy. <laughs> yeah, so very much so. Punch drunk every time. Uh, it's beautiful. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song "Living in the Moment" off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're also on social media. Our Facebook is Better Buddies, where we have our meme Mondays and our icebreaker questions. Our t- social media account, formerly known as Twitter, is at BetterBudCast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies when you tweet about the show. And our Gmail account is BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last but not least, be a better buddy.
I have arrived. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Better Buddies. With me today is RJ. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's the deal with Mondays? Or as someone on my team at work likes to call them Diet Fridays. Diet Fridays? Why is that? Although I feel like Thursdays are Diet Fridays. I don't know. We just have a joke that every day of the week is some variant of Friday. That's fair. 